This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. What's going on, jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. Gross Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. The king of sad stop. The Silver Lake heartthrob. It's Troy Kirby. It's Nick Mundy. This is your real WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE superstar, Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. Zach Linder. Dan Black, a.k.a. the Goof Haraja. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening, you're listening to this. You're listening to You're listening to You're listening to You're listening to The Masked Man Show. 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 Welcome to The Masked Man Show. I'm your host, David Shoemaker. Oh, and Kaz is here. I, should, hey. I gotta say, the Mass Man Show with Kaz. I gotta, I gotta start saying this. I, I mean, it works. It, right. it works either way. I, I like feeling like a, a nice, pleasant surprise, like a, like an extra McNugget. <laughs> That's what I like feeling. Like. <laughs> Our babyface producer John Kerma is uh, on here somewhere too. We got a lot of different like, like B plus stories this week. I was gonna, I was gonna make, I was gonna just make John pick the lead in real time. But you know what? There's, there's a lead. It, it's we're recording this on Friday morning. Yes. Uh, it's, it's silly to look back all the way to last weekend for the lead. The lead is that there's a big new star in AEW, and he mm. is a Twitch legend and a hype beast. Apparently, uh, some, some might know him as a Bulgarian brute, but uh, our guy Miro made a shocking debut. The best man, Miro. Uh, uh, on on AEW this week, we're going to talk a little about about the ratings, and we're going to talk all out for sure. But this is the news of the moment. What do you think? Ru, for, the former Rusev, uh, now known as by his real name Miro, is a uh, is an AEW star. What do you think? I mean, I, I I think several things. I mean, I've I've been a huge huge Rusev slash Miro fan for a long time. Like he was a guy like even back in NXT where I'm just like, this dude has potential to be like the next like. Iron Sheik, but like for the 2020s, you know what I mean? Like I've always thought this guy had massive, massive potential. And for the most part, he lived up to it, right? But um with AEW, 
I'll be I'll be straight up, man. Like a lot of the guys that I've seen like jump in the past couple of months or weeks, like maybe outside of FTR, because we all kind of saw that coming. Everyone else was kind of like, meh, meh. Like, okay, like Matt Cardona. I'm like, okay, okay, that works. Co- I mean, you know, obviously the guys that are already there, but everyone who's made the jump. I mean, probably Brody Lee. Brody Lee was probably like another big get, I think, for them. Um, but I'll be honest. You're talking about, I mean, you're you're, you're leaving out John Moxley, I'm guessing, John in this Mo- conversation. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about like, aside from the initial first yeah, yeah, yeah. run of of dudes that have jumped over. I mean, obviously Moxley is is the biggest of the uh uh he was there turnovers. so early. But you're right. The guys that, that made sort of like big that made, that made waves. Yeah. yeah, but to me that this was the first uh jump from WWE to AEW that's in a long time that's really really piqued my interest. Like I think Miro is and I've got to work I, he's one of the guys I got to work a ton with when I was over at WWE. Um, he's one of the guys that I think just has it all. I mean, like, you think you know him just from, you know, the stuff you've, you've seen on, on WWE. You've only got to see, like, one real dimension of him. And then, you know, right when he left and when he was on the way out, I think the world really got to see just how charismatic he is on, like, Twitch and and social media and how funny he is. And we got a taste of that with, like, Rusev Day stuff. But, like, Miro is a genuinely hilarious dude but an also certifiable badass right so it's like when i saw him pop up on on AEW, and i i I was like okay that's that's a big get like that is a i'm watching every week to see what this guy's doing you know what i mean type of type of get and he, he played it so smart by really like bigging up his 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 own name and and getting himself like really hot again independently without necessarily having to do the traditional I'm going to hit the indies and 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 get everybody remembering to talk about me before I jump to a new company. He did the right thing and let people really in on his personality and how funny he is and how engaging he is. And now that you know we'll get to see him wrestle again and um you know for 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 AEW, I that is the first I guess outside of Moxley. I'll say it. He's the first guy, WWE guy, since Moxie that's really, like, made my ears perk up. Like, oh, that's that's a star. They got another star in that company. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I said at the time, when, when AEW was launching, I mean, he was definitely the top of the list. He was still under WWE's employ, but he was definitely the top of the list in terms of, like, guys who conceivably leave and, and be way better off. I think he's going to be... I, I mean, I think there's so much potential there. I mean, there's oh, yeah. just so much potential there. He can be... I mean, just even physically, right? I mean, he's got the skills to go with a lot of the, you know, more indie style guys. He's gonna, there's going to be an adjustment period, I'm sure. But size wise, like he was always an undersized hoss in WWE, and that, and and he, and to his credit, you never really thought about it when he was in the ring. But in AEW, I mean, he 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 he's a big guy that can work like a small guy. He's he's fantastic. Yeah, he's he's he, I, th- I almost feel like he's almost underrated when it comes to that. I mean, just as far as like how versatile he is, like he can work big, he can work small. He's super fat. He's, a, he, I guess, the word we're probably looking for is like explosive. Like he's an explosive type of performer, right? And you know, Miro is you know, it, there's so much you can do with him. You know what I mean? And and granted, you're gonna hear the fans fucking you know start to chip and chirp about. Oh, here comes another WWE guy or, or, or old uh, WWE guy shitting on where he used to work at and yada, yada, yada. But I'll be honest, man. I feel like every one of those dudes 
that make the jump should be allowed to at least get something off. You know what I mean? Like, well, okay, let's talk about that because that's, I mean, that's a big deal, right? I mean, yeah. he's, there's, the presentation matters. It, it's impossible, you talked about that he's, he's excites you more than some of the other guys that, that have jumped, but you can't say, t- I mean, but, but you still are thinking about the people that have come before, right? right. You're thinking about Luke Harper, sorry, Mr. Brody Lee. I mean, you're, you're thinking about, you know, Matt Cardona. You're th- I mean, it's, I mean, the, the list goes on and on and people are FTR. a little bit snarky about it. Listen, people don't need to be, it's, it's totally, I have no problem with, with AEW signing WWE, f- former WWE employees. I mean, mm-hmm. WWE employed 75% of the wrestling world a year ago. Yeah, right? I mean, it'd I be kind of hard to not, to not do that. And here's silly, here's one thing that people it. tend to forget. Just because these guys are in WWE and they're not being used, they're massively talented people. Like massively talented. I mean, I, I, I would that would that would be some of the hardest decisions you would make being there. Like you'd be putting together a show, and it'd be 16 segments or 12 segments, depending on if it's a three-hour show or a two-hour show or a pay-per-view. And at the end, you're you're looking at the roster and you're looking at who's available, and you're like, damn, I can't get this guy on the show. I can't fit this guy on the show. I'm like, these guys are massively talented. So of course. If there's another company that's paying top dollar that's on cable TV, why wouldn't you go after these dudes? They're professionals. You want to get the best in class if you're trying to create a a, a comparable product to WWE or something better. Like, it, it, I don't understand why people would get upset that WWE guys or guys that made their name in WWE are going to AEW. I mean, like, it's a it's a it's a cold reminder that hey. Everybody who likes to poo-poo on WWE, these dudes are really good. There's a reason why they get so upset that they're not being used. Like, they're extremely good at what they do. Like, they're the top, I mean, to, 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 for lack of a better term, no shots to EC3, they're in the top 1% of what they do in the world. Why wouldn't a company with a billionaire, another billionaire at the helm, not take advantage, you know? And granted... Again, we know that a lot of these guys that make the jump are frustrated. Like if they would have made if they could have made it work in WWE, they would have. So if they got a little bit of a gripe, if they got something to say at the end of the show or, or the first time they, they get a little bit of freedom and they don't have uh, you know, a paper to read off of you know, or or memorize before they they head out to the to the crowd, of course they're probably gonna say what's on their heart. And okay, well, let's talk heart. about that. I mean, do you, but do you, okay, they're going to say it. No one doubts yeah. it. And Miro, I mean, compared to these other guys, I thought that, I mean, cut a great promo. And, and I think more than anything, we're just captivated by this presentation, by the look, by, by what he's going to say, because we've seen him a little bit on Twitch. We've read some news stuff about him, whatever. But f- from the AEW perspective, and listen, it's clear that AEW is hanging its hat on being more hands off with its talent, right? I mean, they're like, they're, they're going to let them go out there and kind of do them. And that's great. We all appreciate that. You know, I think that, and this is a small thing, but I think Miro coming out there and like, you know, the Gucci shirt. I mean, he's wearing like $3,000 worth of like loungewear. He's got his Yeezys. He's got whatever. Like, I don't, I, I actually, to me, I like it because what the one thing I know for sure is this is not Rusev 2.0 that we're looking at, right? I mean, it does, it does open, leave the door open to whatever. But I mean, that's him. But if that's you're him. AEW, do you yeah no and, and 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 if that's him that's good but if you're AEW do you want the 48 hours of conversation after the debut of this potential main event guy to be why was he wearing Mickey Mouse stuff like is that is that the conversation that you want to be going on online I don't know that but it's it's a it's it's part of their hands off philosophy and letting them go out and cut the promos 
The, the, the point I'm trying to make is letting them cut these anti-WWE promos is, is you know, kind of part of that same package. But do you want everybody, I mean, do you think it gets people's attention? Do you think it's helpful? Do you think it's a good idea for every guy that you hire to get 10 minutes or five minutes even to be just like, you know, you can shove the brass ring up your ass. Is that, is, do we need that as wrestling fans? Is that part of the, you know, is that a station of the cross at this point? Like, is it a, is it a good idea if you're AEW? I think it's twofold, right? You don't want to become, and here's the thing. I, I wasn't terribly uh, of age when the, when the Monday Night Wars start really popping off. So, you know, remembering little pot shots that they would take here and there. It's kind of fuzzy to my memory, but I knew it happened, right? With WCW and WWE, we're going at it. But at the same time, I think AEW could use this for their advantage. I think there's positivity, not positivity, but there's a good thing as far as like leaning into the realism of professional wrestling, right? Like when you watch WWE or NXT, they call it the WWE universe for a reason, right? Like according to the WWE universe and WWE, nothing exists outside of WWE. Once you leave, you're, you're, you're like Poochie from, from The Simpsons. You just fly back to your home planet and you're never heard from again, right? You know, but um, I, I like that AEW acknowledges that they're not the only show in town. I like that they can, you know, within legalities, mention that, hey, this guy was, you know, Matt Hardy has a brother who was awesome. You know what I mean? Like, they had an awesome tag team chemistry. Like, Brody Lee has history with John Moxley with both factions that they used to like I like that they can there's they can use canon and 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 play into the history of professional wrestling. I mean like it's it's it almost insults your intelligence a little bit to act like things don't happen outside of the WWE. Now I understand business wise why WWE will do that. It's a smart business decision and I get it. But at the same time now we're, we're about 48 hours past the debut of one of probably one of their biggest gets in, in, in AEW. And we're still talking about how every wrestler does the same. They go through the same like new to AEW car wash, right? They go on, they, they cut a promo, they post the I'm all elite on Instagram. They go on Talk is Jericho. They talk about their, their experience in WWE. And then we kind of roll with it. Um, my only thing, my only hangup is like, you got to have a follow up. It can't just be like, hey, I'm free now. And, you know, two months later, you're doing the same thing that you were in in WWE. Like, when's the last? No, I mean, no shots. When's the last time you heard of Sean Spears slash Ty Dillinger? When's the last time you heard of a lot of WWE guys that were quote unquote misused? You know, what I mean, and now they're in AEW and free to roam and, and be as great as they are like. There's only so many segments on television. The same problems you're going to have at WWE are going to be the same problems you'll have at AEW if you don't stand out, if you don't do something outside of, oh, man, we just left New York, and now it's time to really show that I'm all elites and yada, yada, yada. Like, that's great for AEW. That's great for Tony Khan. That's great for the elite. But what is that doing for you as a performer? You know what I mean? The great thing that, you know, Shout out to, uh, I mean, Brody Lee. I think Brody Lee handled it well. I think he played into like, you know, is he talking about Vince? Is he not talking about Vince? But at the end of the day, he's he was he came in with a built-in storyline that completely separated him from anything WWE related. The Dark Order, right? Like that's that's the best way to go. 
I'm all about the follow-up. The, the quote that we always use is, what about Monday? What happens Monday? You can do all the cool stuff on Sunday on pay-per-views and all the great finishes and all the feel-good endings and all that type of stuff. But what are you going to do on Monday night? What are you doing the next week? And if you don't have a great answer for that, you're going to be stuck in wrestler purgatory and people may not really pay attention to you, you know what I'm saying, like after it's all said and done. So, yeah, I'm not not mad at it. I'm not mad at it, but I'm just saying I got to see some solid follow-up. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that my my complaint is just the AEW complaint. Right. I mean, you talked about how they all come in the same way. And you mentioned talk is Jericho. Well, like Jericho was tweeting after like the day after Miro appeared that he was working on getting him on the show. Like, Like, I know this isn't a full, you know, full vertical and horizontally integrated WWE style shop over there. But how do you not how do you not just pencil him in? to sit down with Jericho the moment after he walks off stage. Like, how, how is that not part of the, the, the publicity plan, right? I mean, it's just... I'm sure it is. I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm, I don't think it isn't. That's my thing. I feel like that's that's part of the rollout. It's almost like an album But it should release. be the same day. Like, get it out there, you know? I mean... Well, I think in Miro's matters. case... I think in Miro, I think Miro's case is specifically unique because he has a, his own massive following on Twitch, right? So like, why would you want to give Jericho the I'm an all elite exclusive now when I could just do it on my own? Especially in the week where we're talking about third party candidates, uh, third party um, platforms, and you know a lot of WWE talent maybe not being able to uh, uh, monetize themselves off WWE campuses and stuff like that, like. So I think for Miro's case is special and unique because like he has his own massive platform. I mean, I'm sure he'll do talk as Jericho when it's when the time is right. But like, why why wouldn't you not give yourself that exclusive and give yourself that audience? Right. All right, that's fine. So I get that. But I mean, the 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 whole I know and and I could hear it from fans and I could start seeing it from like uh, just the way people are starting to talk about AEW. It's it's. It's starting to wear thin where it's like, okay, at what point do you just like focus on the good stuff you're doing and not, you know, not anything else, not like where you're at in WWE, not, oh man, like I'm finally out and all this stuff. Like when are you like AW doing some great stuff? You're doing some not so great stuff. I think you should focus on that and not worry too much about the competition because I'm pretty sure they're not that worried about you. Except on NXT. They're a little worried about you on NXT. But Ron SmackDown, I don't think they're worried about you over there. Yeah, I mean, I, I can go both ways on it. I think that there's... I, I don't know that that it matters a lot in the kind of promotion that AEW is putting together. I think at the end of the day for me, yes, it's expected. You come over, you know, Goldust leaves for WCW and he's seven, but he's still cutting a promo about being Dustin Runnels or like whatever. Uh, we're used to this sort of thing. But if AEW is really more of like a traditional wrestling organization, I'm not trying to put it in a box or whatever, but there's a lot of, you know, old school wrestling mindset there. I don't know that that stuff matters unless it's part of the character. You know, in the Attitude Era, reality, your your real self was your only character, right? I mean, they, they say it's your, you know, they would, they would always say you're just playing, you know, you, you want to play yourself with the volume turned up to 11. But in WCW, it was like, you're playing yourself with like, you know, 
a cigarette hanging out of the corner of your mouth, right? I mean, you're, 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 it's not, it's a different thing, but still, I think, in, I mean, honestly, unless it matters to the character, I don't care that much. It's unless you have something, I mean, sure, drop, drop a pipe bomb, say something really interesting. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. I think now it's getting to a point where, like, it's not terribly interesting. I mean, like, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Like, if, I agree. I'm, as, I mean, I as think a, it's, I'm done with it. Yeah. As a performer, I can understand the frustration of being in a place where you might have felt handcuffed creatively and not being able to do what, you know, your 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 passion is to its fullest extent. And I can understand as a performer where you'd want to get that off your chest. But now it's almost it's getting like it doesn't it don't even it don't even get the same buzz like it used to anymore, man. Like it don't even it don't even hit the same. Like the first time Jericho came out and he said, uh, we're not doing a list of Jericho's or we're not doing this it was it was stupid and bad creative. And everybody was like, oh, he, he's, he's saying, you know, he's talking about, you know, old WWE stuff. Like, that was, that caught a little bit of a buzz. But, like, now when the ninth or tenth person does it, it's like, all right, come on. Like, what else you got? <laughs> like, you need a new, you need a new gimmick. You know what I mean? Like, you need a gimmick, period. Like, you can't just, I understand personally why you would do it. But after a while, like, as a fan, you start thinking, what 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 else you got? What are you doing? Like what what's 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 the, what's the plan here? Okay, well listen, we can talk about Miro's debut all day. We didn't even get into his bleached hair. I thought the shaved head with the beard look look uh, that he had on Twitch for a while looked really great, but I guess I'm biased. Um, a little bit, a little bit. But but ball here we gang. go. I gotta jo- I gotta join you soon. By the way, I think I gotta come home, come to the really? bald side. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I about that time. It's, 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 I think it's sure, about that time. It, it, I've been really holding on to the hairline as long as possible. That's all. <laughs> okay well listen listen before we get off of Miro um, you know his debut was the one thing that made it different was that he it was sort of a, you know he didn't just come out and, and challenge the champion to a match right he didn't go out go out and try to take on the one you know he's not he's not staring down an established headliner we'll see where that goes but who if you had to just name I mean you don't have to do a top five or whatever but who who are you excited to see Miro work in AEW Oh my gosh! Off rip, I, I would I would love to see a Miro and Kenny Omega match. Like I oh, feel yeah. like those styles, you know, what I mean, the fact that Kenny could fly and he's pretty strong as well. Um, I think that's 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 a, I'm not gonna say a dream match, but that's a, an intriguing matchup that I'd love to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see Miro and uh, this new version of Cody as well. That mm-hmm. this this kind of like workhorse champ, well, former champion that he used to be. Um, also. Man, who else? I mean, just gosh, like Scorpio Sky intrigues me as well. Um, I mean, if they're doing a tag team with like him and like Kip Sabian or whatever, like I'd love to see him take on the Young Bucks. I'd love to see them take on, uh, you know, Evil Uno and Dark Order. Uh, but off off top, like Miro and Kenny Omega is the match I want to see. Um, I agree. I totally you know. agree. I, I think that everybody that pops up in AEW, we put a, we put Omega on the list. But I really, there's something about that th- this matchup, this yeah. Miro Omega thing that make that just. I feel like it's it's it, it could be really spectacular. Yeah, and, I and feel I, like anybody just, the best Kenny Omega matches have always been with guys that can like carry him, not carry him like as far as like a match, but like carry him like physically like mm-hmm. bigger stronger or, or similarly built guys with him and and Miro's a, a tad bigger than uh Kenny 
but just as explosive, just as fast. And I feel like it'll be a hard hitting match, man. Like I'd love to see that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm really, I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see how he would go against a, like a real, like Ray Phoenix, you know, just to mm. see what that, that's sort of the Miro unleash. Like, how is he just really, you know, what does what he get? Cause we haven't seen him like work the Indies or anything, you know? I mean, that's going to be super intriguing, but I, but Omega, Omega is just going to be insane. All right. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Uh, speaking of Kenny Omega, speaking of the AEW roster, we had AEW's all-out pay-per-view, an, an actual honest-to-God pay-per-view uh, <laughs> this past weekend. It's been almost a week, so uh, I don't want to belabor it too much. But, um, you know, there were, some, there were definitely some highlights, definitely some stuff we're going to be talking about for a while. Uh, number one, the first thing to talk about, first thing to talk about is... Um, well, I'm going to start at the bottom of the things we got to talk about. Uh, Lance Archer uh, won the Casino Battle Royal, so he's going to have a future title shot. He looked good doing it. He's an interesting guy. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, I'm just going to run through some of these, these uh, results, so stop me if you want to say anything. FTR are your new tag team champions. Great uh, match. Match of the night by far. It was a um, really, which, really good you know, match. Who didn't, who didn't see that coming? You know what I mean? No. Like, it was fantastic. They told a good story. Kenny walked out angry afterwards. Who knows, you know, where this is. Uh, I mean, this could, I think we kind of know, have an idea where it's going to go, but it's the, the interviews they did on AEW this week 
with JR, I thought we're, we're just really good. I mean, it wasn't, it was, this is a sort of basic storyline in some sense, but it wasn't the easy road, you know? I mean, they kind of, there was nuance to everything. And, and sometimes it feels like maybe there's a little bit too much nuance, but uh i'm cool with nuance though like i'm I'm glad it wasn't just no a, no me too i'd rather have i'd rather have unnecessary nuance than none i mean for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah i'm glad it wasn't just a cut and dry heel turn we're not buddies anymore ah, ah, ah. like i'm glad that they they still know that there's a little bit of meat on the bones to pick at that so um you know maybe they've done if there's anything that they've done really well on AEW is making their performers seem like just dudes you know what I mean? Like, people don't act like pro wrestlers in real life, right? Like, not everything is, you're a bad guy, I'm a good guy, let's fight. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's like, you know, they play really into emotions and be like, you know, this guy hurt my feelings. And even though I'm not messing with him right now, like, he's still kind of my buddy, sort of. You know what I mean? Like, there's always, yeah. and that's how people act. You know, that seems a little bit more realer to me than you bumped into me on the tag team match and I fell off the apron and now we're blood rivals. Right? Sure. <laughs> like, that, yeah. just, that just never felt real to me. But I, I think they've done a good job with that. Yeah, the emotional depths are real. I mean, listen, if you want to complain that that Omega wasn't selling his knee after they got he got to work the whole match and then he just like sprinted to a car, no problem. I'll, like, I will accept that. But I am honestly much more interested in emotional reality than like, you know, selling something here. I mean, it's it's part of the story, I guess. But but uh, I totally agree. I um, agree. There were, you know, the the main event bears mention. Actually, before we get to the main event, let's just talk about Matt Hardy uh, in his little, you know, broken rules match. The sort of like loser leaves town, or one, you know, Matt. If Matt Hardy lost, he have to leave town against Sammy Guevara. And early on, there was this just like dumb spot where he took a back bump off of a forklift Ugh. and. Missed the table he's supposed to land on completely and landed head, cracked the back of his head on the cement floor. And that was enough. But then he was clearly out for like a minute. And when he got up, couldn't even get up. Like when he came to, he tried to keep the match going. He's falling on his ass in the most like just sad, like it was gross. I'm, I'm gross not even gonna lie. It was, it was, it made my stomach turn. It made, the rest of that pay-per-view very very hard to even like totally remotely agree. enjoy you know what i mean and, like yeah and 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 just to, i mean everybody saw has seen these clips they send the doctor out apparently hardy's like i can do it let's just go to the finish and then they do a kind of like botchy version of the finish which they shouldn't have even been doing that spot uh, after everything he'd been through even if he is totally okay like why do you even have a doctor on hand if he's just going to like wave everybody through but and then they had tony Schiavone say Oh, he got checked. I, whatever he said, he had to go back on it because all of a sudden there's like, like legal liability creeps in. It's like, man, if you're dealing with all this kind of like double speak, I mean, listen, this is a tough situation. Tony Khan, whoever's doing it, like, no, there's not, listen, there's not, it's not easy, and it's a lot easier to talk shit than it is to, to, to know what to do with a split second, you know, to and when everything seems to be going wrong and you got to kind of patch it together and you're not even there in the middle of things, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to poo-poo on AEW or on Tony Khan for, you know, how they handled that because, you know, it's, nobody wants to be in that situation. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to be the person to make that split-second decision on, you know, the show must go on and, you know, giving the performer the ability to 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 finish under their own power and still put on a show and under their terms. Like, I feel like this is the first time AEW really was 
under the gun. Like it was the first time they were really under some some real true controversy that you know that has that just happens in professional wrestling, right? Like there's these things happen. Like we yeah. don't want them to happen. Like they're not they're not the the part that we love to talk about because we love pro wrestling, but like these things happen and you got to be prepared for it. And if you're going to wave the flag as the the morally superior wrestling brand and and taking care of the wrestlers and making sure they have health insurance and making sure that you you guys have a you you have more heart than the the cold and evil empire in New York City, you can't let things like this happen. And I'm not going to shit on them for it because this was the first time it really happened for them, but I think now, I mean, fortunately, you know, Matt showed up on Dynamite and he looked okay, but I mean, it's a head injury, it's a concussion, like that's I mean, they said it wasn't a concussion. That's a concussion. Like there's there's levels to it. You know what I mean? Just because you're not drooling out the mouth and like, you know, hooked up to a gurney doesn't mean you aren't some sort of concussed. Right? Like, but but and I'm glad he's OK. But I hope this can be like a learning lesson for them because, you know, it will happen again. They will put, it, put themselves in a situation where somebody's got to throw up the X and you got to you got to make a, a, a judgment decision right then and there. And that's and, the uh, big for- thing. That's the big thing. Right. First, a quick aside. If what happened to Matt was not a concussion, then it is. I mean, this happens in the NFL, too, because sometimes people get knocked out and they'll be like, well, it wasn't concussion. So he's back and, you know, whatever. It's part of your job as a sports company that is concerned about concussions and concerned about head trauma to to educate the viewer. And if that's yeah. not a concussion, when everybody's watching at home saying, man, he got a concussion, you're like, well, technically, no, <laughs> then it's your job to educate us. Like, explain yeah. to us what the difference is and how this is if this is less of a big deal. If it's a big deal, tell us about this. But but the more important thing is, like I said, I'm not mad. I'm not going to get mad at Tony Khan or whoever else for having trouble making a split second decision, making the wrong call. Maybe they made the right call. I don't know. From from For being in that position and everything going to shit because of that, what what you can be upset about is that and again, this is top-down stuff. It's not the same as the Rusev st- or the Mirosev we were talking about before, but it's not totally separate. What you can be mad about is that they don't just have a standing decision that it's like if somebody goes out, the match is over, and we'll figure it out from there. You need to have... Th- I mean, I don't understand how in 2020 that's not the organizing principle, but even if you have a different opinion, there needs to be a top-down decision where it's just like you don't need to put yourself in the position of having to make uncomfortable, fast decisions, you know? Yes. The answer, I mean, if the answer is these guys keep fighting no matter how many concussions take place, okay, well, don't send your doctor out there, you know? If the, yeah, if the decision, I mean, if, at the end of the day, it just makes you look worse. It just makes exactly. you look like uh, 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 you don't, you're, you're not running a, there's, a tight there's ship literally, over there. There's literally no downside. I know everyone's been saying sloppy shop and, they, and, you know, you earn that. But, like, there's no downside to just saying, oh, shit, call off the match. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my thing. AEW, you have done a great job of not insulting my intelligence as a wrestling fan. I mm-hmm. will give you that. You have given us more peaks behind the curtain without necessarily giving away the magic of professional wrestling that can keep me interested, and I'm with that. Every wrestling fan in the world knows this. When you throw up the X, shit went bad. We gotta stop. Any wrestling fan knows that. You know what I mean? So... It's not going to, you can't throw up the X and continue. You can't throw up the X and be like, oh, well, the doctor came and everything's all right. Like, no, 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 no. You can't, you, that is an, and, you know, something went off the rails. We got to stop it. You know what I mean? This just happened on Raw. 
you know, Ivar went for a, uh, a, a suicide dive against like the Hurt Business. And I think he had a, a cervical injury. I think like he, he, he must have landed wrong and messed up his neck. X was thrown up immediately. That match was done in less than 15 seconds after that. You know what I mean? And yeah, granted, I mean, I think and, that and was listen, the and listen, it's spot. a different situation too because they had other people that could finish out the match. If that right, had been a one-on-one right, right. match and that had happened, you know, they're in a, they're in a different spot. They're in a tougher spot, to be honest. But it's not. I don't know. I mean, it's. I think we all. I think that that we can sympathize with Tony Khan or whoever being in this position. We can sympathize with how with being in the position of having to answer questions about it forever. But like, you know, this shouldn't be hard, and it shouldn't be. There should be no mystery going into the next big show. The next time somebody does a big bump, there should be a freaking page on your website. You know, I mean, it's not that complicated. Yeah. If somebody gets out cold, if somebody throws up an X, whatever, wherever you want to draw the line, the match is over. Just like in the UFC, just like in re- in the real life. You know, it's not, it's not storytelling in an industry where the stories change every week does not need to be your number one priority. And even if it's like, even if this is your freaking, you wrote a fucking farewell to arms about Sammy Guevara. And and Matt Hardy and this story has to go perfectly to tell it out. It doesn't matter, man. The dude busted his head. The dude went yeah. out for a minute. You got to call off the match. That's it. It's super simple. Yeah. And 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 listen. Thank God Matt's okay. And I think we're all gonna you know, no one's no one's changing the channel. No one's protesting because of this. And that's probably the right thing. That you know, it's probably okay. You know, I mean, let's let's give them a second chance. They're they're figuring it out. But let's hope they figure out the right thing. Okay. Before we get off the subject altogether, this pay per view, we did have a main event. Uh, where John Moxley retained against MJF. We can talk about this forever, but I just want to say this. And then the promo on Monday, I mean, MJF, we went into this saying, what a star, but man, what a fucking star. Yeah. I mean, he is just like, yeah. like this is in a lot of ways. I mean, he's got, he's got all the tools. I don't want to, I don't want to say WWE style in a dismissive way, but this was like, Maybe one of the most WWE style, like main events you could throw together that doesn't include two former WWE main eventers. But man, I mean, M- MJF's just got everything. He's just so good. I had no comp- like. Oh my god! Like, what a fucking star. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'll give the double his due, man. Like, I've liked MJF for a long time. I've liked him since his uh, MLW days as, as well. And you know, that was a star making performance, and that's a, a perfect example of making a guy look great in defeat. Um, I think that you know that his time is gonna come. Um, even though I, I'm, I'm still a little shifty on the Moxley era, I do understand why they made that decision and why it'll, it'll be more of a sweeter, you know, choice when MJF finally becomes that guy for the company. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's been no, they've made no bones about it. Like as far as like people who have made the most of being on national TV every week that weren't necessarily household names before AEW started. MJF is at the top of that list, and he showed why, man. Like, he's a hell of a... Like, he can... He's probably the best promo, at worst, top three best promo in the game right now. And that's not even with, you know, doing the whole, you know, uh, WWE shtick where you're, you're mentioned in the competition and all that. Like, he's a legitimately good talker. And on top of that, he brings it in the ring. Um, And, you know, like, he's... This tells his story more like in defeat, like he gets to we get to hear more about MJF and the story that's being told in his career and why it's going to mean so much more to him. You know, what I mean, when he finally becomes the leader of that company, um, he is he's 
in a short amount of time, he's already done it all. He's been in, and, and I've said it so many times, wrestling is never about wins and losses. It's all about positioning. And that dude has been put in positions to succeed every single time he's been in, been on TV for AEW, whether it's with Cody, whether it's with Moxley, whether it's with Wardlow, um, whether it's with those those pre presidential promos that he was running. He's been put in places to succeed every single time out, and not having a title doesn't necessarily mean you're not a main event player, and he absolutely proved that he is. Yeah, and I think what would really get to me is that those pre the, the promos are big, those presidential things, because, because it's a gimmick. Because that could be, that could be, and w, WWE might have that same idea. I, and I don't, this is not just, just a dog on WWE, but you could see it. WWE, if, if Vince McMahon or one of the writers said, oh, presidential promos, like what if we let so-and-so do it? And then you could, you could totally see them do it, saying like, why don't we give that gimmick to Damian Sandow or whatever, <laughs> you know, let, let's, let's right. let him do that. Cause that would be funny because it is like a funny idea, but what they're doing in AEW or at least, and or, you know, what, what, MJF is doing is is he's you can take funny but still make it part of a serious character, right? I mean, he, so much of what he does is comedy, but when he gets in the ring, you know, with John Moxley or whoever, you're not you're it's not this is not, not a Santino match. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. I mean, and just that I mean, when you talk about somebody that has all the tools, that that's that's what you see. He's um, it. He's it. I don't even mind that he's short. <laughs> like he doesn't. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bother me at all. Like in well, he's, he's if he he's was in WWE, somebody. I don't. I mean, it would it would help if he was like a, a couple of inches taller. But like now, it's it's a whole new game, man. Like he's he's proven that you don't necessarily need to be that you know prototypical you know massively built dude to be like a star and be hated and you know i think it helps that he's a smaller guy to be even hated mm -hmm. more because he's got a guy like wardlow who he just you know ran down verbally you know what i mean like the guy oh, who's, yeah. who's done all his dirty work for him and now you hate the guy even more you know so it's like he's he's got it man he's he's so good i like him a lot we're going to talk, we can talk more about this in the future, but before we move off AW, I do want to hit on the point. They, they, they topped a million, a million viewers, yes. uh, which is huge. Big number. Uh, notable that NXT was not on. They, they, NXT got 800 something, I think, on, on the night because they were running Tuesday nights this, the past couple weeks. There's been a lot of chatter that uh, NXT might move to Tuesday permanently, which always made sense, right? I mean, that was the SmackDown slot. Uh, it just it's a it's a good fit for them. They can just coast off of I mean they, they get a little bit of the pull from Raw the night before. Um it makes a lot of sense. Uh of course the Wednesday night wars became a thing and it's been fun. But like at this point, I don't think anybody I think the vast majority of people would be happy just to have it on separate nights, you know. I mean they're either DVRing one or both and they're, they're, everybody's watching it. So you know, it's good to give everybody the opportunity to watch it live, I guess. Um, do you have a do you think is the million a big deal? I don't think I mean people are talking about whether or not they can touch raw ratings now. I don't I don't think they will, but I'll tell you this, man, like it's it's definitely a big deal. I mean, if you've watched obviously the NBA bubble and the NBA playoffs, you cannot escape uh the massive AEW promo that goes through Turner Network Television and hearing those Kevin Harlan promos uh talking about Luchasaurus and MJF. So like it's it's you know, I feel like 
they took a negative to make out a net positive, right? Like they had to move a couple of days. I think they had some some episodes of Dynamite on Saturday. And, uh, you know, honestly, sometimes you don't know if wrestling or, or, or if the NBA is on uh, ESPN or Turner, depending on what game it is, right? So a good part of me might have thought, or a good part of some people might have thought, oh, wow, okay, I thought the NBA playoffs are on, but oh, here's this wrestling show. I'll watch that. And and then there's also, you know, the 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 week after a pay-per-view. And then there's also they're running unopposed against no NXT that day. So, I mean, like, everything kind of fell into their favor when it came to this, you know? So I'm not mad at it. I think, I think it's a, I think it's a huge deal. I don't think, you know, they should take this lightly. I think they should, uh, I think the 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 momentum that they're gonna build off of this show and off of All Out, even though I thought All Out was a little subpar, I do believe yeah. they bounced back immensely with with AEW Dynamite and the and and Miro come in and you know they're they're in a they're in a great spot right now. So I'm not gonna downplay it. I mean, as a fan, would I love to see NXT on one night and Dynamite on another? Absolutely. It's hard to keep up with both of those shows at the same time. And you're 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 almost serving the same audiences, right? Like NXT and AEW Dynamite go after essentially the same people. So I don't know why you would want to split that and have them go head to head where you can move NXT to a new night, have a nice follow up from Monday Night Raw the day before. And continue that momentum you know what i mean so i mean like but at the same time you don't want to end up looking like you're folding you know like that's yeah. i think that's the big i think that's the big hang up with 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 uh wwe and nxt and i think just they'll, they'll and you know AEW, they'll, they'll know, use that as an advantage i feel like they'll talk shit and be like yep we move them off of their night and we we they'll they'll claim victory over that so as a fan would i like them to stay on tuesdays absolutely will they do it i don't think so yeah, it's tough. Well, NXT's got a new champion uh, as of this week. Um, Finn Balor won the strap, uh, beating Adam Cole in a great match. I mean, just a freaking great match. And Finn, I mean, I'm I am fully excited about the Balor era. Uh, well, 2.0 in NXT. I think this could be really, really great for the brand, and uh, and certainly good for Finn. He had a comment this week where he said, it, you know, talking about how NXT has given him a chance to recharge and how they were treating the the uh, demon like a crutch up on the main roster which i'm just like wow it's so glad that, i'm so glad that like he can see that right? yeah yeah <laughs> i'm so glad that, that like and i mean listen i've i've probably spent more time on this podcast talking about that rasta wig than just about anything else but <laughs> he needed a soft reboot he needed a chance just to catch his breath and go back at it again and this is giving it to him and listen i I mean, they're talking about doing an NXT takeover in Ireland, which you know could be just freaking huge. If that's if this is kind of where they're part of the, a piece in that plan, there are a lot of ways that this could just be absolutely. I mean, that this could just be momentous for NXT and for Finn. But in the short term, a lot of cool matchups possible. I mean, I'm just I'm excited for him and I'm excited for the brand. Yeah, I think uh, that was the right call. I mean, you don't bring a guy that stature, a guy that big of a star into NXT without eventually putting the title on him, sort of like in the same vein of uh, Charlotte Flair earlier this year. Um, I think their plan was to make NXT the legitimate third brand, and now it really feels like it. Now, not only do you have uh, the fun sort of toys to play with down at NXT, 
But Survivor Series is right around the corner. You know what I mean? Like, and last year was the time where a lot of those NXT guys really started to get their bearings under them as big time stars. Guys like Matt Riddle, guys like Keith Lee, guys like Ciampa, and, you know, like those guys mm-hmm. that got to stand up next to the main stars of WWE really started to stand out. So now, as as fun as I'd love to see, as much as I'd love to see, uh, you know, Finn Balor uh, have these great matchups with these this new class of NXT, I'm more interested in him coming back to that main roster with the NXT title and, you know, giving oh. Roman the business or giving Drew McIntyre the business, you know what I mean? And, and being this brand new and improved, you know, Finn who has a history with Roman, who beat him on his first night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how red hot of a baby face would he be if he shows up on SmackDown with the NXT title, talking smack like, Roman, you think you're this big badass? I beat you on my first night of Monday Night Raw. Let's see who got it at Survivor Series. You know what I'm saying? And then you got Drew McIntyre also, who, you know, you you, you have a triple threat match. You got all the titles on the line for brand supremacy. And if you really want to give that hot new reboot to Finn Balor, there it is. You got your two massive dudes. And granted, Finn isn't as big as those dudes, but he's just as big of a star, and he's already yeah. held his own with those guys in the past. It's not... You don't have to suspend disbelief enough to look at Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, and think he can't beat them. You know what I mean? Like, I think last year... I mean, who was the... I mean, Adam Cole was the NXT champion last year, and I think there was almost a little bit of a... And yeah, Adam Cole's great, but like, can he really hang with Brock Lesnar or <laughs> The Fiend or like any of these guys? I mean, I don't know. But, uh, and, and this is just me as a fan. I mean, not as like a worker or as, like a, as a fan of his talent or whatever, but like, it's just, it's just very, very uh, intriguing to me, especially in the fall where we start to see all the brands start to come together right now. So yeah. I'm really excited for that. You know what, man? We got we, we got to get out of here soon. We got to talk a quick, quick SmackDown talk. We got to set Let's the table it. for tonight. Last week we got an epic Paul Heyman promo to open the show. I think it was a great promo. I think the most important thing that came out of it was just Roman Reigns staring at the camera with his hair pulled back in a tight ponytail. That is the guy. I'm telling you, Roman is the guy, man. Like this is the dude. This is the dude. People have been waiting to see. For the past five years, right? Like he is not John Cena. He's no. not. And that is perfectly okay. He is, he's Jason Momoa, man. Like he's mm-hmm. Aquaman. He is this big, hulking, handsome, scary, strong dude that just whips ass. And now he's got a guy who certifies ass whippers, right? Like, and they're playing into it. They are not doing, it is such a simple thing to do with Roman Reigns. It is right there in front of you and they're doing it. And man, I cannot wait tonight for Night of Champions Mm -hmm. where he's taking on Jey Uso, his cousin. You know what I mean? Uh, And man, if you don't see this coming, if you don't see the mauling coming <laughs> of his own little baby cousin coming a mile away to really drive home the point that this is a brand new Roman Reigns, a brand new ruthless killer Roman Reigns that will decimate his own family for dominance, man, I, I can't wait to see that. I cannot wait. And people, people think they don't mess, they don't like Roman now. Oh, they're gonna hate him, hate him. 
I'm smiling ear to ear as you're talking. It's so great. It's going to be so great. Uh, Night of Champions is going to be absolutely epic. And Jay Uso, I mean, good on Jay for getting this shot. I mean, oh yeah, Jay's, Jay's gonna Jay's gonna roll with it. It's gonna be it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be fire. Uh, we we got to get out of here next week. Just uh, let me set the table. Next week, let's do a pro wrestling stock watch. And you're too, I'm going to tell you right now who your options are. Going to going to vary from the normal mold. It's going to be Sasha Banks uh, versus Bailey in the pro wrestling stock watch for next week. Because uh, I really want to get into this feud and where it's going, where it's been. And I want you to tell me who you think, who, who you're buying on. But that'll be next week. For right now, I'm totally springing this on you. But I want to do the mini, a mini pro wrestling stock watch. You just, you just tell me the name. You don't even have to defend it. Who you got? John Cena on the new host of Wipeout? Or Cody <laughs> Rhodes as the new co-host of the Go Big Show on TNT? Who do you, who, or TBS, sorry. Which show do you like better and who's gonna go and who's gonna be the better host? Listen, listen, I'm big on uh Cena and um, you know, this new career. This new page of his career, I'm sorry. But man, Cody's been in bed. The, the Rhodes family has been bid with, in bed with Turner since what? Before he was even born? You know what I mean? Like, that's got to be. The stock's got to be high on, on Cody, right? Like, I mean, the fact that right after AEW, you know what I mean? Like, this is probably their highest rated show on Turner outside of any NBA basketball games or reruns of Captain America Civil War or whatever. Like, it seems like they put a lot of stock into Cody and he's younger. He's got a better sort of like more newer look. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, I'm not big on talent shows or whatever, but I love me some Rosario Dawson. So I'm sold. I think Cody's got it. I know this whole, the lineup is Rosario Dawson, Snoop Dogg, Jennifer Nettles, formerly of Sugarland. If you listen to country music and, and, uh, and Cody. And I mean, this group feels so bizarre as a, as a panel for a show like this. That it's like, but that you almost know it's going to work. Like this, like an algorithm picked this panel. Oh yeah, and, uh, oh yeah. And, they checked all the boxes on the on the on the diversity yeah. panel. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's I mean, it's just going to be great. I can't wait to see what happens. It, it does it does make Cody look good to be a part of this, no matter what what happens, uh, no matter what happens with the show. And it's nice that after he got carted off uh, on a on a stretcher with a neck brace, that uh, that that he's physically capable of hosting this show or Still being on the panel on this show. We got to get out of here. You got some fancy Hollywood stuff to do. Um, <laughs> I got, uh, I got, I got other work too. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Kaz, thanks as always. John, my baby face producer. Uh, thank you for doing this. Apologies as always to John Moxley. We'll see you back here next week, humanoids. Tony Schiavone here on the Mass Man Show. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on the Mass Man Show. 